Well, hello and welcome to SG Live. It's Thursday and it's really, really nice to be with you today. And today is, of course, Thursday being the day that we have the stream team to discuss a very popular subject, which is all about safety leadership. Now, before we dive into that, let me just give you a little bit about the format. And the format is very straightforward on the Thursday show. We have a discussion and a live chat going on in the background. In fact, I have a very small video, which I'm going to play now for you. And then we'll just dive in with the, uh, with the team, the stream team. Okay, stick with me. This is a live event, so gremlins are inevitable. Hopefully there won't be any on this show. There is a live chat feature, so please do use the chat feature and also talk to not just the folks on the show, but also the folks in the community. It's a great opportunity for you to engage and network and also connect with people out there through LinkedIn, Facebook and YouTube. This show runs twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 3 o'clock UK time. Then the shows are uploaded, the recordings are uploaded to Red Risks, that's my YouTube channel, and also i can notify you through there of upcoming events live events if you subscribe if all else fails there's of course email live at redrisks.com so there you go quick introduction i'm really pleased to be joined by the gang hey everyone how are you yeah how are you doing great sonny so thank you very much so if you don't know everybody we've got two missing of course this time which is dang from vietnam and also uh, Gemma from the UK. But hopefully Dang will join us. She's uh, battling her way home, and apparently the weather is quite bad in Vietnam at the moment. Um, what I'd like to do is I'd like to throw up some slides and hopefully get some input from our stream team. And if you're on chat as well, please do um, let me know if you have any questions, and uh, we'll certainly try and address them as well. Okay, let me start by literally saying that on Tuesday, we had a pretty good, pretty interactive session with um, Terry Mathis, and Terry and I discussed um, safety leadership. And in that safety leadership session, we had a lot of engagement. It was very encouraging. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to take it in a different direction today, and I want to talk to my colleagues across the world into what their thoughts are on safety leadership and get their, get their feedback. So let me throw up one of my first questions for everybody, which is to do with what does safety leadership actually mean to you? And I'm going to start first with um, Salom and say, Salom, hey, Salom, how are you? Yeah, how are you? Uh, tell me, tell, yeah, hi, tell me about safety leadership. What, do, what does safety leadership mean to you? Okay, um, so in my opinion, safety leadership is mainly being able to influence people to adopt the right safety behaviors, to be able to achieve effective safety goals. Okay, so the goals would vary from being able to effectively manage risk, be able to um, reduce risk at the workplace, reduce accident from occurring, and then also increasing productivity, profits, trying to uh, make sure that you, have a, you achieve a good corporate image for your organization. So this is basically uh, what it means to me as a professional, because you be able, to, you should be able to influence behaviors to be able to achieve these goals. But unfortunately, in our part of the world, this is actually a big challenge, given the fact that um, we have a lot of factors that um, impact on our ability to be able to demonstrate good safety behavior leadership. And given the fact that we have a lot of safe behaviors also in our part of the world, so um, leadership 
failure is, is very common here. And also we have a lot of bad safety behavior. So um, given these circumstances, okay, we can, we can look at the various factors that sort of affect safety leadership in Ghana. And right. I believe that leadership actually starts from the top. Okay, and then it goes right. down, down to the rank and file. And then it should get to a point where we have leaders emanating from various levels within an organization and then the, the, the society at large. So to me, safety leadership should begin from government having to set the right legal framework that makes it mandatory for all organizations to know that safety is actually a legal mandate which they cannot um, neglect on. And as a result, they have a legal obligation to demonstrate that true leadership. But unfortunately, um, we have about 80% of our workforce that are working in the informal sector. So um, their situation is quite different. They're already working under very deplorable working conditions. And we have uh, most of the players within this sector who are uh, micro and then small uh, and medium scale enterprises, and they're already financially challenged. So they find it very difficult to make safety a priority and they tend to get away with um, weaker legislations because government is not able to check on them. Um, to a large extent, okay, we have just... Um... We'll dive into all the other yes. bits, but basically for you, Salom, um, safety leadership means it starts not just from a government perspective, but from an individual and the company perspective. You're saying it's really about driving safety from the top, yeah? Exactly. Okay. All right. Let, let's come back to the other questions, and I'm going to open it up because the, the live chat will start to get more engagement as well. Um, hi, Dang. How are you? Nice to see you. Thank you for joining us. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you, and uh, thanks for joining us. I know, yeah. I know you've struggled to be uh, uh, getting home because of the bad weather. If, if it's unsafe for you, Feel free to drop off, and then we can catch up with you next week. But it's your call, okay? Yeah, uh, I'm still on the way because I love this topic, so I stop on my motorbike, and so oh. I want to try it the live stream. I uh, I have uh, still on the way. Okay, so if you if it's yeah. uncomfortable for you, if it's unsafe for you, please just um, go offline, go and enjoy your evening, and we'll catch you next week because I know you've had a pretty hectic week this week, okay? Okay, so okay. first right, I want to right. say on my uh, guideline about the leadership, only one sentence. Uh, sentence. Uh, for yeah. Me, yeah, yeah, yeah. About for me, about leadership, just in the people, they know the way. They can show the way and they can lead the way that they want everybody to build up the safety culture and anything. Ah, right. Okay. So it's for you, safety leadership is about shining a torch into a dark room and showing them the way in terms of how to get safety performance improvement. Yeah. Yeah, the first thing, they need to know the way. The second, they, uh, they can show the way to everybody in their company or factory. And after that, they need to lead the way, uh, help everybody to understand that and build up together, build up about uh, safety culture. Okay, great. So, listen, um, I'm going to memorize these things as I go along. So, Manish, nice to see you. Thank you for joining us. Um, okay. I'm going to just... I'm going to jump to Jorge. Um, okay, what's what does what does safety leadership mean to you from your part of the world in Mexico? Well, in my experience and, and uh, my opinion, the leader is a person uh, who is involved in uh, some kind of uh, 
companies or activities process that then he has discovered very clear he has passion for all the things that he is doing he needs to, to transmit this passion to the other people in the way that he can he has he needs to have discipline and of course control because many in many cases you don't have control of all the all the things that are happening on, on the procedure and activities then you need to have control to, to do and to, to maintain your leadership that the people see you as a person who is uh, who's a guarantee to follow him and to, to catch the, the experience and, and knowledge that he has that's it fascinating okay so that's the the word there is the key word there is control isn't it that you're talking about um yeah. Firoz, thanks jorge Firoz, nice to see you um I haven't spoken to you for a while. How are things in India? Hi, good evening. Hi, Firoz. Go ahead. So tell us about your thoughts on safety leadership. What does it mean to you? Uh, yeah, in fact, uh, I would like to just highlight about the what we just feel here in the country or in the organization. So it is uh, all about uh, the safety leadership who must demonstrate and that should be reflected on the ground by having many kind of mechanism like a safety observation programs could be ensured by him, reviewing by him, or maybe it should, he should ensure about the uh, action is being also taken against the every observation. So that those kind of demonstration is being on the ground. So that is being just understood by us in context of safety leadership, if, if we talk about. Another most important aspect, the safety leadership is also just to integrate the safety into the existing management system. Whatever system we have in the business operation, so safety should be integrated. And that is the major understanding by our safety leadership just who do this by integrating the safety into the existing business management system so this is all about the what we just practice here as a safety leadership here okay thanks Firoz. um i'm making notes as we go along so i'm going to jump to sanjay and uh, sanjay we kept losing you a little bit there but you're back now hopefully safety yeah. leadership my 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 thought my thoughts are well what's your views on this uh, being a safety professional, uh, the question itself stands uh, how we can empower, you know, because safety leaders are those who can give something to work toward a vision and mission of the project or an organization. And safety leader fight for the people. They put the light in desire of the people, how they can influence them and lead the team by an example and empowering their team by itself. To lead from the front so that's the safety leadership all about because the way you walk and talk and pick up all the risk on site was the safety wow. leadership supposed to do okay so let me make a summary on this first question and and your your feedback so far for Salom, it's like a top-down approach uh, from a government perspective or from an organizational perspective. They are basically leading the charge. For Dang, it was about shining a 
um, a light into a dark room to show the way in terms of performance safety. For Jorge, it was about control, controlling safety, making sure that we're reaching whatever it is that we need to in terms of performance. Firoz, I think I need to just come back to you again on what your thoughts are and summarize it in just a word or a couple of words. But while you're doing that, let me go to Sanjay. Sanjay Mohammed says, well explained, Sanjay. So that's good. For you, it's all about leading from the Lead front. Lead the team right? from front, yeah, and empowering yeah. the team, yeah. In fact, Mohammed actually says lead by example is one of the quality of a leader. And, you know, that's a pretty good point. And I think that's the same sort of thing we came to on the Tuesday session with Terry. Before I digress, Firoz, I did you an injustice. I think we need to get your one word or a couple of word examples on that. Can you hear me? Firoz. Yeah, tell yeah, us. Yeah, now, now I'm able to see here. Yeah, yeah, got it, got it. Okay, so just, just, tell, uh, so, uh, just tell us in a couple just, of words. Uh, just tell us in a couple of words for you what safety leadership is, and then we'll park it up. Go to the next question. Yeah, correct. So that uh, good leadership, safety leadership, just we can expect who have a freedom, who can just make the provision, uh, in the organization at any level. So there should be some maximum involvement. They should have a, some kind of provision to just freedom for the maximum involvement in any kind of safety management system for any kind of activities. Another good uh, expectation for from the safety leadership is regarding this analysis and judgment should be at all levels. That should be also just given from the safety leadership. Another another most important aspect for the uh, good leaders good safety leadership is for there should be information should be flows up and flows down so those kind of such, such kind of practices okay, should just, be there from the good safety leaders. Okay. Let's, let's try and keep the let's yeah, keep the last small, if you can last, yeah all kind of and all, all kind of branches and levels should work together so these okay. all kind of four. Around four uh, good, uh, uh, we can expect from the good leaderships. Okay, we, we're going to cover what well, all the things you said now. We're going to cover again other questions. So keep it really short and sweet, okay? So, Charles, thank you. Yeah, you've made a comment leadership, the most overused, most understood noun in the organizational environment, even more so within the realm of occupational health and safety. You know what? I think we're singing from the same hymn sheet, Charles. I totally, totally agree with you. I can't, I can't think of how many books have been written on a subject to milk dry, to be honest with you. I mean, the word itself, leadership, is pretty self-explanatory, isn't it? Charles, thank you. Great comment. Love to get you on the show, by the way. Do, do get in touch. And if you're available, we'd love to get you on the show. Mohammed's made a comment. Um, a leader never walks past if any situation arises and leads this team to ensure things are corrected and work is done safely. Well, any leader who doesn't walk away, I mean, team, please you know, chime in. Any leader who walks away from a situation is not really a good tuned in leader. When I was growing up, that's terrible. Let me go back. When I was starting an industry, I remember my boss saying to me when we went on a walkabout, he said, if you see a hazard, you own it. And I've never, ever forgotten those words. Never forgotten those words. I mean, even at my 50 plus years of age, it's something I always remember. 
it's much more difficult now to say in industry to people, if you see a hazard, you own it. But really, that's what it boils down to, isn't it, um, Sanjay? Yeah, absolutely. As even uh, Mohammed and Charles also in the same page, that yes, definitely we need to derive the culture and lead by an example. Yeah. You brought you brought me you brought me nicely to my next question. If I may just flick the slide up for a second, the question is: What do you expect from good safety leaders? And really, coming back to Charles's point, it is good uh, in the sense that it's an overused word. But let's think about safety and think about safety managers or leaders or whatever. What do you expect from them? I mean, you don't expect them to give you. Um, performance that's brilliant do you what exactly do we expect from them? let's start with um jorge okay i, I can uh, say that the example maintain example when he performs activities because uh, i think uh, if you are continuously making good things good activities in good actions the people look at that one and maybe can follow it and maybe can convince themselves that you are the, the Sanjay we lost no we've lost someone we've lost a lot but for, uh, Sanjay what's it to you yeah uh, am I unmuted my voice is clear oh, yeah voice is clear yeah yeah, but definitely safety leadership is uh, not like a, a rocket science. It's pretty obvious. It's a simple the way you you know lead, set by example, setting the team to succeed and engaging, empowering you know our workforce and the team to have the same value mission, and which is definitely it's a broadly brought down to effective communication, commitment you know, and the collaboration and how we coach and encounter what all day to day challenges are there to derive the policy, policy objective and definitely solving a complex problem. So is it, Sorry, Sanjay, I cut across there. I, I get your point there. It's all about helping with solving the problems rather than just adding more layers to the problems, I guess, yeah? Absolutely, absolutely. Good safety leader also, you know, it demonstrates as a core value. Doesn't It's not uh, demonstrating like a policeman. You know, yeah. that's why collaboration, engagement is uh, most important. You know, effective communication, yeah. how we take day-to-day -day challenges and how we use to mitigate risk into opportunities. That's the safety leader supposed to do and influence the team, his management to drive towards the same goal to save the end of the day. We all want that we should go home safely, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Now, yeah. got team the the comments are coming in thick and fast now and furious so i'm going to try and address them all to make sure that we do address some of these comments from some of our audience um i want to just um miss han thank you very much for your question i'll come back to you in a minute so long miss han thank you very much uh, dang is around i know you wanted to come back but she's fighting her way home through, through terrible <laughs> weather so we've said that if you can't uh, make it because of bad weather please stay offline but Believe you me, she is around in the background. I can see her texting. Um, uh, again, Salon, just bear with me. Mark Inakpauri says safety is act of saying 
safety is act of staying saved. Yes. Leadership is a system of directing, controlling and delegating other people to complete a task. Very true. I'm going to come back to these. But before I move forward, I want to just cover those that question about what do you expect from a good safety leader? And I want to go to Salome. What What is it? What is he expecting Ghana from a good safety leader? In our context, I believe that a good safety leader should be somebody who has empathy, to be able to um, put yourself in the shoes of your the people that you are leading and, and, and understand their needs and expectations and come up with solutions that so, will someone to help improve their welfare. I think it, it is very bad for a leader who... I think that it is very bad to have a leader who is not sensitive to the needs of employees. So to me, a leader has to be able to show that level of empathy. And then also they have to be team, right. team players. They have to be team players. They should actually work as a team with their, 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 their work team so that they can be able to align their behaviors towards the right direction. If a leader is always on yeah. the other side and doesn't feel as part of a team, then your followers would probably see you as somebody that you wouldn't be the go-to person yeah. whenever they need advice and stuff like that. And then again, you shouldn't be the type of person who would also um, exhibit double standard. You don't um, do favoritism. You treat everybody equal. You should be bold to call a speed a speed. A speed. You don't underreport and stuff like that. So that's just a few examples I can so, give. Honesty, empathy, and integrity. Charles, I'm, I've put your comment back up. I hope you're still online. Um, leadership. What? I want to get some of your thoughts on this. Okay, look, we are flogging a dead horse here probably, but it'd be nice to get some of your thoughts. And I know you've just sent me a comment over. There is a time lag with the comments, uh, so please bear with me. While I check that comment out, Firoz, uh, just coming over to you, what do you expect from a safety leader? And keep it, keep it really sharp. Can you hear me, Firoz? Can you hear me? Nope, he's not there. Okay. Firoz, can't hear you. Okay, so Charles, let's come to your point here. The essence of leadership is influence. Tell me, explain to me how you do influence people to work safer, to work more effectively, to help reduce risk. How do you influence people who do not share the same goals, objectives, or moral outlook on life? Well, you know, this is a question. I'm going to tackle this one. I'm going to ask the team as well. This is a question that we've been tackling a lot in industry. I mean, I'm from the oil and gas background. Um, I did an interview not long ago with Mark Hornbrook, who was the general manager for, uh, well, the fourth largest oil field in the world. I had the pleasure of working for Mark. And he certainly had influence. He would he would do safety in such a way where it wasn't just a bolt-on feature. And he would take action immediately against um, uh, anything that he thought was unsafe. And resources were never, ever, well, there was never, ever a shortfall of resources. Even during the times when the oil prices dropped um, and uh, resources were tough. Um how do you influence people who do not share the same goals, objectives, or moral outlook on life? Well, with someone like Mark, he would have you in his office and he would ask why you didn't have the same objectives and goals on life as uh, on safety as uh, other people did. And he would try and persuade you. He wouldn't just sack you. 
who try and persuade you to make sure that you are a keeper and not someone who's just going to be thrown out because they don't literally follow the rules. For him, it's not just about rules. It was more about making them a part of the team and engaging them at a humanistic level. But let me, that was my pitch. Um, let me get some other thoughts in here and uh, let, me, let me see it on the screen as it is. Jorge, let's go to you. What's your thoughts then on Charles's point there? Jorge? Can you hear me, Jorge? Salam, can you hear me? Hi, Salam. Salam, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you loud and clear. So let's go back to Charles's point there. Um, and he's saying what he said there, and I gave a thought about my uh, experiences in, with Mark Hornbrook. What do you think about Charles's comment? Tell me, explain to me how you influence people to work safer, to work more effectively, to help reduce risk. How do you influence people who do not share the same goals? How would you deal with that in Ghana? Well, um, like I said, to be able to influence people, you need to be able to let them feel like you understand their, 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 their challenges, the problems that they feel, so that they will, they will believe that you are actually part of the team to be able to influence them. So you should, uh, you should be able to influence people from within. You can't influence people from outside. So that's my approach in Ghana if I'm dealing with people. I would want to first know their situation that they are, they, are, they are troubled about. And then I would empathize and be part of them to be able to understand why they do certain things. And then their appropriate good behaviors, I'll begin to introduce to them and then coach them, let them understand why they need to behave safely. Given that there is all the immediate support that makes it possible. That's why I say that in Ghana, or in my part of the world, leadership should definitely come from the top with the whole legal framework in place so that it becomes a legal requirement. Other than that, you have people who are working under deplorable working conditions, but you cannot really influence them to work safely because they don't have the resources to work. They don't have um, the kind of um, leadership that should come from the top. So given that all these things are in place, the right support system, the regulatory framework, I would want to empathize with the people and then be part of them and begin to drive their behaviors towards the right path from within. Do you, do you think in Ghana, though, uh, and, and answer it in this context, okay? Um, in Ghana, and this is to Jorge Firoz and Sanjay, is it a carrot or a stick approach in Ghana when it comes to leadership? Come again, please. Is it a carrot or a stick? Do leaders try and persuade, or do they say, if you don't do that job, you're fired? Okay, well, it depends on the, the leadership style that are being adopted. I think that um, given the fact that we have majority of the people that are supposed to be led with low, low level of maturity when it comes to safety, health and safety, I think um, most of the approach that is being adopted is just do as I say, because to a large extent, you find people who are not really competent on the job, who do not understand their roles and responsibilities. So people okay. tend to deal People tend to use that to um, deploy the autocratic style of leadership, where they tell them what to do without okay. with little or no um, level of engagement. Okay. Yeah, um, autocratic style of leadership. 
Thanks, Salom. Um, I'm going to rapidly go through everybody because I'm mindful. I want to get everybody's views on this as much as possible. Uh, so, um, uh, Firoz, I'm going to try you. We've not had much luck with you on the mic today. Let's try you and get your thoughts on this. Is it a carrot or a stick approach in India? Tell us. You're muted. Uh, you're on mute. You're on mute. Um, yeah. I can. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Could you could you repeat again, please? Just today, I am just facing the networking issue since I joined. Yeah, please. Right. Look. Once again. Look. Keep keep it keep it really short. Keep it really sweet and quick blast of answers. Okay. Is leadership for you in India, safety leadership specifically? I'm thinking of Charles's question and all the other questions that are coming. Is it a carrot or a stick? Do leaders try and encourage you and empathize with you? Or do they just say, if you don't do that job, you're fired? Yeah, it, it varies. In fact, uh, it depends. Uh, yeah, few leaders definitely if comes to the safety aspects. They took in a, another ways, particularly in the operational people's. If he is not well nourished or well not cultured in the safety aspects, so who just who involved in the other ways. This is the correct. But at the same time, yeah, few things, uh, few people, few leaders are there uh, that came if said directly from the corporate office or maybe from from the top. So that that getting uh, well implemented and getting the uh, a strategic direction way. So it's okay. happening. So both kind okay. of things I can tell you. Yeah, I I have had the pleasure of working in India, so I'll I'll I can I can sort of synchronize with that. Um, Jorge, Thank you. can you hear me? Yeah, good. Your well, carrot or, carrot or stick. Yeah, definitely card because you as a, a safety leader you need to understand each people what kind of what kind of level he has about safety culture if you understand very clear each people because not no one has the, the same level you're trying to do but not, not, not always all the people have the same level if you understand that what you can convince him or them to try to do the things in court way with the car, with a, a, a good behavior, not with a stick, definitely not stick. You are not a policeman like uh, someone tell before, because if you are a policeman, you will be worst on, on, on the object that you are trying to do on the organization. Right, right, right. Sanjay, w w what is it to you? While you're doing that, Charles, if you're still online, yeah. I'm going to send you a link and see see if you can get on the mm. on the line with us. Okay, um, Sanjay, you you tell us what you have as experience yeah. on that. This purely on uh, the resources and how then only we can influence. You know, if I talk about my experience, like I used to focus more on site, and whenever I'm you know find. The worker or any supervisor doing the right job i used to avoid uh, you know award him i used to take chocolates with me in my car you know so it's not like uh, if you are seeing somebody or you you are seeing sanjay then only we will do what is safe 
and when he passed by then you you know jumping here and there so it's a behavior based what i can understand and what, what i can share with you because reward and recognition also uh, plays a key focal uh, derive to sustain the safety culture and you know escalating elevated to the achieving benchmark you know and i am uh, pretty agreed with charles also what he is asking for because influencing is not just a, it's not a, so easy you have to be resourceful also if you don't have anything how can you it's like a gun without bullets yeah 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 good point yeah i mean i'm i am aligning to charles's thoughts on this um my 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 sort of take on this and i'm just let, let me take a little bit of a breather here and and recap on some of the questions because the chat is i'm very very happy to say quite active okay it's always great to get this level of engagement it'd be fantastic to have you in a little video box up here so we can all talk but we know that those things can go quite hairy so here let's take some of these conversations now um so we've done that one. Uh, Saeed says, I think good safety leader needs to be clear, accountable, and well-organized with caring attitude of all employees, not only safety team, even with whom seems to have higher risk behavior. The aim is to improve the culture, and it takes time. You know what, Saeed? Thank you for coming on the show. I, I think we've all said exactly the same thing. So we're not too far away from each other. We talked about being uh, empathizing with our workforce. We talked about showing care, understanding the culture, uh, taking more of a carrot approach than a stick. Um, so thanks for that, Saeed. Let's take uh, Mark's comment. For me, I need to know who I'm working with. Mark, yes, absolutely. It's pretty difficult to uh, work with people as strangers, I think. <laughs> you never understand what they're trying to say or do most of the time. Um, okay, Salamari, thank you very much for being on the show. Top management commitment is very important in safety leadership. Bravo. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um Shakib, thank you. Leadership is key quality in any organization. A leader should be strict on rules, but very soft while talking with them. Also, a leader should listen to the views of workers also because most of the time workers know things very closely and precisely. I want to come back to this one. This is a good point. Let me just take one more of the comments. Um, for me, I need to know. So, oh, okay, for me, Mark is saying for me now to know who are my subordinate first, Okay. Uh, George, great to show, great to see you. You've changed your picture, my friend. Nice bow tie. Great topic. Okay. Um, right. Come back to this one. Leadership is a key quality. Leadership be strict on rules. Blah blah blah. Also, leaders should listen to the views of workforce. Uh, very close. How many of us in operations who've been in manufacturing have had leaders come around? And I would say the majority of the time. They don't really understand what's happening at the shop floor level. They may have started from there. In my conversation with Terry Mathis on Tuesday, we were saying that in the past, leaders came from financial backgrounds or accountancy or something else, you know. And I, I think that we're getting more and more leaders in safety coming from a manufacturing background, which is great to see. But that's just my view. Let's take some views from you guys. I'm going to open up the mic to everybody. Let's see how it works. Uh, okay, your mic has got some interference. Um, it's going to mute you for a while. Uh, let's take this with um, Salon. What do you think? Do you think they're coming more from manufacturing? Do you think that's where we should have as a picking ground? 
But um, I think that it doesn't really matter the industry, actually. It depends on where, wherever you work, whichever industry you work. Definitely, you need people who are very close to um, the workplace hazard able to drive safety performance. And that's why I think that um, when the safety leadership begins to mature and organizations begin to have a lot of leaders emanating from the shop floor and various levels of organization, that's when you can begin to have very meaningful conversations about their role, about influencing behavior at the shop floor and begin to engage them to be able to make meaningful contribution about how to improve safety within an organization. So I think that, like um, it has already been said, it starts from the top, but it should be able to grow to the point where everybody begins to feel that they have yes. personal responsibility for safety and then they begin to have conversation with their workmates. Yeah. So they can yeah. then drive discussions at the shop floor to be able to right. also contribute to that. But that, that comes back to the point of, sorry, uh, sorry, Salam, I'll cut across you. That comes back to your original point that you made about uh, aligning with the workforce and engagement, doesn't it? You're saying if they come from manufacturing background, they'll speak the same language, basically. Um, Jorge, I, I'm, I'm sh I think your microphone might be uh, playing some feedback, but let's go to Sanjay, then I'll come to you, Jorge, and then I'll come to you, Feroz, okay? So, Sanjay. What do you think? What's do you think question? that we should should we cherry pick for safety leaders from a specific background, or going back to um, let me put it up, going back to Charles's comment, which he said was safety is an uh, leadership is an art, not a science. Do you think? Do you think if we pick from a certain background, it might help in the process? Yeah, definitely. I agree with Charles also because leadership definitely comes from different background. They manage the projects and move on to another you know company or projects so their mindset is uh, focusing uh, mainly on you know production which derives down the line towards not following sometimes the safety procedure i i i'm agree and even you know i can say that those organizations are really uh, good and doing very good uh, in terms of safety where the leadership focus is on the same page with the safety you know Okay, good, good. Jorge, have we fixed your um, microphone? Oh, there's still a lot of static. But can you can you speak okay? Yes, I think so. Good. Well, so do you, do you think uh, from where you are in Mexico, uh, your perspective should we pick leaders from a manufacturing background when we talk about safety leadership? Yes. Uh, talking about the comment that we have on the chat. I I agree totally with him because some fine details that's like like I said always the people who is working the job he knows exactly what is happening with the equipment systems and articles that they are handling the tools the correct tools to use and, and, and they, they catch a, a lot of experience that maybe you, like a safety leader, doesn't know. You, you are not a god. You, mm. you, you need to have the, the simplicity to know exactly the experience that they have when they are performing some kind of, of uh, jobs, specifically when they have uh, risky activities. Yeah. Yeah, because some, some details are, in, in my experience are very important and not all what you can find on the papers. Yeah, 
you need Good to point, understand Tom. these people. Again, it's down to that common language thing, isn't it? So, um, thanks, Jorge. Firoz, just a quick, some quick thoughts from you. Yeah. Yeah. So my belief is here uh, the, uh, the safety leaders uh, that should come from the process also because without knowing the process in the right way, definitely safety could not be moved in that way. So from operational, from the process people should come uh, for the leadership, for the safety leadership that will be more useful. And many uh, good organizations are in fact implementing those practices rather just taking care of the safety professionals. Yeah. Right. Good. Excellent. Um, did I miss anyone, Sanjay? You, have, you, have I come round circle? Okay, good. Yeah. Um, Charles says... I can add, uh, I can add uh, for something also. Like, yeah, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Because uh, we are talking about, uh, you know, project team and influencing and how they are... Even in safety also, it is, uh, it's a broad uh, perspective. We have different, you know, entity like process safety, oil and gas, construction, building, high rise. So like when, when the project is uh, awarded, they are also asking and looking for the competent guy from the safety department itself. Those have, uh, you know, amount of experience in that project and whether he has done that experience, you know, then only he can drive because if he doesn't know, then project will go hey bye. <laughs> we'll go for project it. Project will go. <laughs> yes, yes. So definitely, I, I'm pretty. Uh, it's uh, the HR and the recruiting hiring hiring companies what they are looking for because they are setting a team to to give a project as a you know a milestone to getting everybody on the same page because if a project team doesn't know how to handle and the safety guy doesn't know. How to manage he don't know what is the risk he, he has never been in that scenario before or he has not experienced working in that project before so how he will handle so that's yeah, i mean yeah thanks sanjay i mean to be honest with you um charles says people are motivated by different things intrinsic and extrinsic totally agree transactional transformational or even both charles you're saying a lot of good stuff and i think and i think we've all sort of chimed with you on this in fact most of the people who are on chat are chiming with you we have an invitation for you, an open invitation. Let's do a session with you in the future. Drop me an email. You can see the email at the bottom there, live at redrisks.com. We would welcome you to join our show for a Tuesday slot where you can be our special guest and let's get some of that stuff out of your head, okay, and get it uh, shared with people. Now, um, chat's very active, catching up, tag time. So um, LinkedIn user, I don't know who it is. Unfortunately, sometimes you don't get the names. I think safety leaders can come from any background, but always better to pick one that has vast experience in a similar industry. Yes, I think it's along the lines of what we're saying. Of course, we don't want to shoehorn it just in that way. There are many leaders who can adapt very quickly and also empathize and very, very easily uh, adapt to the situation as well. So ideally, we want someone who will understand and speak the same language. Okay. Um, I think that's what we're all saying. Not, not if you agree with me, guys. I think, uh, yes, that's a general consensus. George, uh, George says, I think a sound understanding and difficulties encountered within production process definitely helps a good leader to become great. Thanks, George. Still loving the blue, uh, the bow tie, by the way, the blue bow tie. Make sure you wear that next time as well on the picture. Um, 
Carol says, oh, Carol, you said hello. Uh, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us, and thanks to you as well, Carol. Carol says, safety leaders should talk in the same language, no matter from which background he or she comes from. Wow, if only that was true. I don't think they always speak the same language, but we can live in hope. But do they? I mean, um, in your part of the world there, uh, Jorge, do they speak the same language, or do you have to educate them? <laughs> one of them, one of them, because uh, yeah, there is a, a lot of uh, words and uh, idioms that the people use, and you need to know, like I said, the leadership. Not always you, you, you have all the knowledge about that. In my experience, so you have to be humble as well, don't you, and understand that you don't know everything. Um, Salon. So in your part of the world. Okay, um, I think that um, depends on the the level of mature people that you are leading. If leading people who are already competent on the job and are intellectuals and they know the way to go, I think your approach to leadership will be different from people who don't know anything. They are quite new on the job, and then they need coaching. So I think the approach to adopt will vary from the people that are leading. So they can be a common language except the fact that you are directing them towards the right path in terms of good behaviors. Apart from that, mm -hmm. I think the, the circumstances could vary from culture, from demo, different demographics, and considering the fact that now we work in different um, or diversified workforce, people travel to Africa to come and work, people travel to various parts of the world to work. So the approach would definitely vary in many ways. So there can't be a common language in that regard. They, it will be dependent on the maturity of the people who are going to be led. That's it. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, um, Sanjay? What's your thoughts? I can hear you. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking about um, leaders. You, you probably heard some of that conversation as well. What's your thoughts? Uh, focusing on a leader, a good leader or... Well, we were saying that, um, I forgot myself now, we were talking about the language and everything else and, and so on, you know, um, but we went on to talk about, I'm, I'm, I'm getting confused with the, some of the messages coming through here. Um, let me just check. It was, um, I think it was Cairo. Safety leadership. language, no matter from... Yeah. Which background he she comes from? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. Because the vision Apologies. should be vision should be same when you are deriving a safety uh, in a project or anywhere you can talk about. Because yeah. communication, yeah. collaboration, and commitment is most important. These are the three pillars you can you know sustain a good safety culture. Because yes, influence is another thing. Behavior based safety is another thing. Getting the resource getting the training needs and if I don't know how to perform the task and if I don't know I'm not trained to perform a XYZ task, how how can I'll be safe to perform the task? Maybe I'm a danger by myself and other those who are working with me. Right, good. So it good. has to be on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Feroz? Yeah, my view. Yeah, my view is here. Uh, definitely, when you talk in the same language, it connects more, or effectively, we can say that touch with the heart that taken for very positively. But 
if we talk about in the greater const, uh, extent like uh, uh, if 50 leaders so their concept should be taken so that concept concept could be given right. either ways as uh, solivan says about that graphical communication mm-hmm. it could be it could be anyway but concept mm-hmm. should be taken from the 50 leaders but at the same time the connectivity is more effective yeah. when you talk in the same language in Good. the same way uh, with those people darlington thank you very much for coming on the show i don't think i've seen you on the show before but thank you for your comment safety leader should create motivations towards the workforces um we've done that one so we've got still comments flowing in um yes sanjay go ahead yeah coming back to the same uh, topic uh as uh, feroz was also saying i just want to add on that one that uh, safety is managed not from the top it has to be do sometime we need to do micro management also if i am talking to a worker or trade worker i have to make him you know understand and i should talk to him like a buddy oh this is the way and this i cannot you know bash him or i cannot be a policeman over him so i need yeah. to make him understand in the same language where he used to you know get things in his brain yes so yes that's the thing and when you are talking to a frontline leaders yes your perspective of communication is definitely different the approach is Abs- different absolutely absolutely yeah. so we're 50 minutes into this and um my wife would say it's time to have a zen moment okay because she's a yogist um and uh so it's time for a deep breath <sighs> and <laughs> think about some of the things that we've talked about some of the things we've discussed some of the wonderful comments on chat from Charles Kyrell Darlington it's so long now if i pan up and down i'll be here all day but firstly i want to say the beauty about these discussions for me is i get to see it through different lenses being in lockdown and all those things means traveling is very difficult but we got Jorge in Mexico, Salom in Ghana, Sanjay from the Middle East, Firoz from India. Dang, God bless her, she tried to uh, come in but she's in Vietnam. I would never get this perspective from uh, other parts of the world without your contributions. Chats are fantastic. They're from all over the world as well. The conversations have gone in various directions. Now, if I say something that you don't agree with, put your hand up and then we'll talk it through. But we're saying and Charles is right, say uh, safety what well, leadership is an art, not a science. I agree with you. Um I mean a lot of a lot of schools, uh, Harvard MBAs or whatever they talk about leadership and they think they can try and make a leader. I've worked with some very high-flying leaders in the past and I can tell you that majority of them didn't just go to a school and come out of it a leader a lot of them learned their skills as they went along and they would be the first to admit that they made so many mistakes in the process as well some of the best safety leaders i've worked with and there's been some terrible ones really bad ones the best safety leaders i've worked with are the ones who actually listen to their safety people or as i'd like to call them their risk management professionals they they not only listen to them in meetings but they actually empower them to take um ownership in terms of driving through some of the requirements for risk management and performance improvement to me a safety leader is someone who empowers you and gives you the opportunity and has the faith in you and trust in you to make that happen 
Before I get into my speech podium, which is very easily done, let me throw up another comment that's come up here. Uh, Adiega Damiola, thank you so much. I've never seen you on the show before. Very, very warm welcome. Safety leadership requires deep knowledge, competence, humility, flexibility, empathy from the leader. Leadership visibility is also key. Vast motivation is also important. I've done a lot of these shows now on leadership, and they've always come down to the same thing. And Adiega, you've said it. I don't think you can say it any more eloquently than that. It's about competence, humility, flexibility, empathy. In fact, that's what all of you have said. Isn't that right, Jorge Salon? Am I right in that? Yeah? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, something from Mark. Safety leaders should speak in the same language in the sense that the same company. Yes, okay. That's agreed as well. Um, let's have some closing thoughts on this. Uh, I'm not sure if Charles is around. Charles, do ping me an email if you're able to come on the show. But let's have some closing thoughts on this, and we'll go around the screen as it is. Jorge, over to you. Some closing thoughts for you about leadership, safety leadership, and what you think is maybe things that people could focus on from a leadership perspective, if you see them as weaknesses. There you are. You're on. Okay. Wow. Well. <laughs> in, in, uh, I thought I'd ask you a tough question. <laughs> no, it, it, it's hard because uh, it, 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 in, in a short term, the, the, the leadership, the people who sit in leadership, is a person, I don't know how to explain, but this is a person who, who is following, but, but the other was because he has a lot of things that we were talking about that in this time. And uh, the people convince themselves that, that this is a correct way to follow. When he has an example, he has a convinced, and uh, he has a passion. It's hard for me to say the, in a short word how the leadership needs to, to be. I think you've said uh, enough words, though. I think you've said quite a lot of words in the discussions as to what you think. Are required and it really chimes with what was said by Adiego in those words as well. Maybe we're going over old ground here, and that's the danger of these things. You can keep going over the same thing again, it's rinse and repeat. Um, but Salom, um, Sanjay, Firoz, come off your mutes if you can. Hopefully, it won't, there won't be too much feedback. But if you disagree with anything or you feel that there's something that we've missed, do tell us, okay? And also on chat, if anybody on chat thinks that there's something. Hey, Charles, you know, it would be a pleasure to uh, have you on the show. So uh, let's connect up, okay? Um, yeah, so coming back, if there's anything that you think we should do, we can um, cover in terms of leadership. And also on chat, have we missed anything out? Yeah, thanks. Okay. I think we missed so, the last, last topic that uh, is uh, safety yeah. leadership, something that we can develop. Yeah, I mean... It would be great to have a workshop where, okay, I'm thinking aloud now, okay? It'd be great to have a workshop where we can actually do something in terms of five, six, seven things that we think safety leadership needs, okay? And Charles, if you're still online, maybe we should facilitate a little workshop where we say... Yeah, definitely. It's a vast, uh, this thing, no? So we can take uh, that in another session. Yeah, I hope good. Charles will also join, so it will be a great uh, team. Yeah, yeah, Streamers, I think Charles. Is, yeah, 
Giles is saying yes, and I think what we should do is maybe get Terry online as well. And a couple of the, the thing is, I'd love to get a lot of people on this call, but the, the danger is I've learned from the past is that you get so many conversations and the feedback gets quite bad. But um, certainly, let's start with Charles and then see how we get on and then develop it from there. Uh, Darlington, have we covered this already before? Darlington, health and safety policies should be communicated in a clear language that everyone understands, either with toolbox talk, notice boards, emails, etc. Look, let's put it into pigeonholes, okay? And then we can cover each one separately. We talk about communication. We talk about empathy. We talk about culture. All right. So George says it would be a great idea. I'll only do it, George, if you wear that blue bow tie. Okay. <laughs> Certainly, we will definitely do something then. I don't know when we're going to do it. Uh, but I guess we're all uh, sitting at home uh, either in lockdown or uh, getting on with some of the things. So time is a little bit on our side. And George, drop me an email because I'd like, I'd like you to be on that show as well. And maybe anyone who wants to be on the show, it's an open invite, okay? It's, it's not a, uh, a, an inclusive club by any standards. Do drop us a line. Stream team, have I missed anything? Have I uh, been rude in any way, not included any of your thoughts or comments? Do shout and let me know. Um, Firoz, okay with you, my friend? You're on mute again. Right, Firoz. It's a well, it's well covered for such a vast topic, so it's uh, quite okay. <laughs> it's as wide as it is deep. Firoz is getting goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, on show two or show one, when he was on, he was all dressed up. I noticed that he's now getting all cash. And <laughs> um, uh, Jorge, how are you? Have I forgotten anything? Are you up for it? A workshop? Yeah? Yeah. Good. Salon? Can you hear me, Salom? In, in Ghana? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Good, good. Yeah, so, I can hear you. Loud and clear. Let's, let's close this one off with some final thoughts. Um, wonderful engagement. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Stream Team, Sanjay, um, Jorge, Salom, Firoz. We we terribly missed you, Gemma, and you, Dang. Next time, we'll get you on there, um, on the show. I've got a few invites out at the moment to Charles, to George, and a few others. If you want to be on the show, please let me know. Other than that, I would like to say thank you for making me happy in the sense that you've actively engaged in these discussions. It's never easy. Um, Sometimes technology fights against us, not with us. Um, but certainly it's a learning curve that I'm going through every time and I'm hoping it's getting better and better. And we will get better. This is only show six, I think it is. By the time we hit show 60 or 70, we'd probably be, well, semi-professionals by then. But other than that, God bless you all. Take care. Stream team, thank you. Thank Been a you. pleasure. Thank you, Sony. It was nice. Thank I appreciate you. it.
very overwhelming session. Thank you. Goodbye. Catch you. Catch you and next thank Tuesday. Thank you for all the listeners, those who have joined and take us time to you know be a part of this uh, live stream. I Absolutely. And, and you've just reminded me, Sanjay. Yeah. Yeah. I want to ask a cup. I want to say something and then a question. Okay. The first thing I want to say is next week we have a very very good guest speaker, special guest Heather Beach from the Healthy Work Company in the UK. Heather's very prolific in the area of health and well-being. In fact. Uh, Charles, you'd find that quite interesting, I would think. Um, and then we'd have the stream team catch up next Thursday. So remember, the shows are every week, Tuesdays, Thursdays, 3 p.m. Drop me a line if those times aren't working for you or if you prefer to change them, and we'll try and accommodate you as best as we can. Now, my, my next question is this. In the world as things are now, we are struggling, all of us, in one way or another, to keep a form of sanity. Um, if it's anything like my situation, I spend most of my time on the digital platforms socializing. I think it helps. I think it helps to talk to people, especially from your own profession. I'm hoping that I can create some sort of a town hall. I can't think of a better expression, a town hall where we can all have chats like this. I'm happy to be throwing the conversations up and discussing it and so on. I, I really want us to link up in some way. If you think a town hall would be a good idea, we can certainly fit that show in probably in November, maybe even earlier. If you think it is, just hit on the chat box with a yes or a no, question mark, even a Y or an N, and I'll pick it up even after this session. But, but I certainly think we have capacity for another show in the week. If it helps people out there, get them engaged and take their mind off that bloody pandemic, sorry about my language, that damn pandemic at the moment, okay? Not that we can get too far away from it, but do drop me an email or please send me a text message or something, okay? Everyone, thank you. Stay well. Stay safe. Thank you. I'll catch up with you. Thank you, Sony. Thank you. Yeah. Bye thank for you, now. Simon. Thank you, Kuros. Thank you. Bye. Okay, thank you. Bye. See you next time. Yep. Yeah, bye thank for now. Bye. bye.